Welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'm here to help people like you transform their body image, their fitness and their confidence through exercise, nutrition and mindset training. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Hey yo and welcome along to today's episode titled 10 Steps to Becoming Everything You Want. A very brave title and a very thought-provoking title, I'm sure, from your perspective. But let me just give some preface to this episode by talking about, in my opinion, the most important word as people I think we can use and we can aim to, uh, I suppose, achieve and really provoke our own thoughts, really look inside ourselves for what it is we believe it to be. And that word is authenticity. The ability to be completely authentic, not to everybody around you, but of course to yourself. In fact, that's, I suppose, what the uh, the meaning of the word is. Someone who is true to themselves, who knows at source exactly what they're about, what they believe, what they believe to be true, but also what they know is not in line with their principles, their morals and their values. And I think today's episode is really going to dig into provoking that character trait within you. How authentic are you? And what I want to do then is outline what I believe to be 10 steps in becoming more authentic. And I think when you're you're at your best, when you are really true to self, is when you can really start to achieve the things you really want. Because I suppose all too often we're led to believe that we want and desire things um, that when you think about it long and hard enough you may just want it because it's the given norm of today's society and i suppose i want to just put a bit of a a crutch into that wheel and ask you to take a step back and give an overview look on what it is you're trying to achieve for yourself for your family for your business for your relationships etc etc so without further ado i'm just going to go ahead and tear into today's episode with point number one and keeping mind that I'm trying to give you a step-by-step process, so I need to assume that you are someone who obviously wants to become more, to become better, to become happier, to become a little bit better than they were yesterday, last week, last month, last year. And with that in mind, then, we can start to give you some guidelines towards achieving that. And not to say that I'm exactly where I want to be right now, but I certainly use this philosophy daily, weekly, to ensure that I am getting closer and closer to where it is I want to be. So point number one is I want you to get a greater understanding of your current self. And that, in essence, means that if if I'm going to Donegal, the way I will travel to Donegal all depends on where I'm currently at. So if I'm in County Clare, it's going to be a very different route than if I'm in County Loud. Um, so the whole point is that you need to know where you've been, where you are, in order to get to where you want to go. So you can only map it forward by really taking a good look at where exactly am I now and what's the best route of travel. So from a life transformation and body transformation point of view, of course, that means understanding on a daily basis how you as a person how you think how you act and how you feel and those i suppose three things really make up the elements of your habit and they make up the elements of your belief so you need to kind of on paper or in some way shape or form get to grips with yourself who am i and what makes me the way i am in terms of your personality Point two 
is to start recognizing that the things that you do on a day-to-day basis can slowly sabotage the person you're trying to become or they can bring you closer to the person you're trying to become. Again, this goes back to your thoughts, your feelings and your actions, which obviously lead to certain behaviours and those behaviours again become habits. So we need to put on paper, I feel, the negative points. So again, I'm going to go back to the self-sabotaging things that you might do, albeit you say to yourself that you tend to do, for example, on a body transformation level, you skip breakfast for no good reason. You stay in bed a little bit longer than maybe you need to because you simply have the time to instead of getting up and putting on a breakfast. That's a self-sabotaging habit if your goal is body transformation. Once you've done that, point three is to put those self-sabotaging habits to bed with something I call the former or the familiar self. So obviously former means in the past, the person you were before, the person you're trying to become. The familiar self, unfortunately, is the most familiar person to us. So if you've had that self-sabotaging habit for three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, it's very much ingrained in you so that it's so familiar you do it now without even thought towards it, conscious thought towards it. It's just the way you act. So we need to start developing this little kind of compartmentalized approach to our habits and then you can take any of those self-sabotaging thoughts, feelings, habits again and you can put them into a box or ingrain them onto a different person, someone who's not you, a different former version of you and you can just say well that's that person's habits, that's that person's traits and I'm ready to start stepping away from that and becoming the real me, the true me. That brings me to point four in that we need to begin recognizing that at source, we are made up of energy. Some energy you can feel, some energy you can taste, and energy other than that is energy you receive, sometimes autonomously where you're not really in control of it. And that's that moment where you walk into a room or you meet a certain person or you see a certain someone and this energy just washes over you and you're kind of like, that's either a good energy or a bad energy, but it feels off or I have a bad feeling about that person. My good instinct is is tweaked or whatever the case is. The obviously energy you can, t- you can taste is the food you consume on a day-to-day basis. And I also want you to be aware that that's something that is 110% in your control. You can't let anything pass your mouth without you deciding to put it in. The other part then is the energy you feel is in your control in that you can produce energy. How do you produce energy? Well, for example, if you're sad at the moment, if you were to get out and start walking within 10 to 15 minutes, you are going to feel a surge of energy. Unless there's something on the back end draining your energy, such as an illness or a sickness or stressful period or whatever the case is. Once you start to move your body, we go through a, a something I call use and produce. So once you start to use energy, your body will start to produce more energy in order to balance balance that loss or to kind of it assumes you're going to keep walking so it'll bring more energy into the system it'll take energy away from things like digestion and other things in order to make sure that you've got readily available energy so you can produce energy by using it as mentioned 
this is point five. We've got control of these main two energy sources, the food we consume and the energy we create through movement and activity. And point five is very simply to take control of these two energy sources and understand that you can tackle those in a way that's beneficial to you. Point six. When we increase the amount of physical energy output we use, i.e. use and produce, we get other residual benefits. So, the residual benefits of using energy, obviously, is that we produce more, one. Two, we start to sleep better as our body tries to replenish itself. Three, your metabolism gets elevated and you will start to crave more fuel. And four, the whole point of using the energy in the first place is to become a stronger character as well as a physically stronger person. When you go through this habitual process of using more energy, you become more inclined to do that on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis because you know how good it feels. We release endorphins, dopamine. We release all the good things in our body, the happy chemicals that make us feel good. So we're not going to want to stop doing that. We're going to want to experience that time and time again. Point seven is very closely linked to point six in that when you're going through that process of increased energy usage and you're producing more energy on a day-to-day basis, then we bring in the nutritional aspect whereby we clean up the energy we consume. We make it leaner, cleaner and more organic. Why? Because when you go to the petrol station to top your car up with petrol, you're not going to put diesel into it because you're going to know the car doesn't run well on diesel. In fact, it has a very negative impact on it. So very same with your food. If you're producing more energy, i.e. you've got a bigger engine, but then you go ahead and put shit fuel into that phenomenal engine, that engine's going to clog up and need repair so let's not undo or sabotage the energy production by giving it poor fuel and what i want for you here is that you start to understand that when you produce energy it's like opening up a cell it's like opening up a bigger engine and then that engine is going to want to be charged like a battery it's going to want to be charged up and the method by which we charge our cells is fuel it's energy it's calories From here, if you can imagine, you've gone through a process where like that you're producing more energy and now you're fueling that cellular energy with clean, organic, lean food. It brings me to point eight. We're starting to create what I would call the true self by constantly focusing on the person we're trying to become while very much remaining aware of the self-sabotaging habits of the former and familiar self. And you're constantly pushing the former and familiar to the left-hand side and putting a grey cloud, a black and white image over that person. And a connection between you and that person that you know is quite negative, is no good for you, is not the direction you're trying to travel. And then to the right-hand side, you come up with the true self, where that person is now more energetic, is sleeping better, has lost a few pounds, is looking leaner, is acting more confident around family and friends, has the ability to do things maybe they haven't done in months, years. Uh, They're getting out there. They're just really taking on and embracing life. These are the things that I really want for you in the long term. You've also got to understand to the opposite of that equation that you have got so much leverage on the things 
like the energy production and the food you consume. Again, you're the one that controls that. But it's like a bad relationship that if you start to direct yourself back towards the familiar self, so in other words, you've probably got a friend or maybe you've gone through it yourself where you've been in a toxic or a poor relationship. And because it's so familiar to you for so long, you stay longer than you should. And when you stay longer than you should, everything starts to go downhill. Again, your energy becomes affected. Your stress levels become affected. The person you want to be the person you hope you would live life as that person gets sabotaged within the toxic relationship while the other person goes on and just continues to be toxic because they don't know anything else this is very similar if you keep reverting to the former self in terms of your habits because it's familiar because you've done it for years you're going to end up less the person you could have potentially been so the point I'm trying to make here is that awareness of the former and familiar self is absolutely key and something you really need to dial in as the black clouded version person of me versus this really bright coloured confident energetic and create such a big divide between the two that there is no way you're going to revert to certain habits because you will recognise those habits to be that of the former and familiar self whereas the new habit is someone that you are trying to recognise as the new you. And we've got to be so conscious and aware and so, I suppose, effort-driven towards becoming that person that we're just not going to slip back. I'm moving on to point nine. Uh, there's only ten points. So with point nine, it needs to assume that you've got to that point where you've got that clear picture. You've gone through your poor habits. You've gone through the, the person you're trying to become. You have, in fact, endorsed exercise and activity um, on a higher level. You're producing energy. You're charging that energy with clean, lean and organic food. You are just coming into that phase where you're getting a, a really clear and concise picture of your true self. And nine, point nine, is that we need to keep turning the wheel of the positive cycle and how do we do this we do it by enjoying new experiences new stimulus new learning and of course new results so once you do these things that make you become a step closer to the person you're trying to become all you've got to do is keep repeating the pattern but do it in a way that it's new so for example again on a body transformation level it is about when you're working out don't do the same workout all the time for three weeks in the v3 program again we use three different workouts weekly on week two and week three every time every week is different it's a new stimulus it's a new way to challenge you to become the person you're trying to become and obviously it avoids boredom it makes you your body look for new ways to handle new stress new demands being placed on it by you that's what the v3 system does to make sure that this wheel keeps on turning around and it's so important that you adopt that psychology of constant progression because just to quote anthony robbins happiness is in fact progression progression equals happiness not being stuck in the same place not being the same person you were yesterday as you are today you're a step above that person today and if you keep on trying to achieve that throughout every day of your life you can imagine the type of person you become in a month's time point 10 the 10th and final point is i suppose the take-home summary of everything we've just mentioned and that is that once you've gone through the process I've mentioned, we become so aware of us. We become so aware of ourselves 
that there is an unmistakable sense of confidence, of contentment, of happiness. And these are all just traits that are a byproduct of the simple effort we've made on a day by day, week by week, month by month basis. One of my big issues with the nutrition, weight loss, diet, industry is that everything is sold as a quick fix solution as a short method to get you long-term results and you will notice in my advertising and my promotion I use a six-week process and in that six-week process we talk about transforming your whole life that's because I don't just advocate nutrition and exercise as a means to do that i'm trying to get deeper into your soul into your mind into your thought processes so that i can actually have a long-term impact on who it is you're trying to become and when i do that i understand that this is me just catapulting you it's really up to you to grow legs after the initial launch and take this journey to whatever level you want to take it because i personally believe you're on an unlimited path and you decide where you wish to take it the whole point i'm trying to make on, on point 10 is that i want you to start small but i want you to start and that can start simply by going through the step-by-step -step things we've spoken about today and just starting to take small notes and then make some action points on each of them and it may take you a week to get one action point achieved but you'll have achieved it and then it may take you a month to get through the first four or five little steps but by the end of a month, you will have already started to gain some momentum. And once you start to gain momentum and you're consistent and you keep reminding yourself of all these little points, becoming so familiar of the self-sabotaging habits, becoming very familiar with the person you're trying to become, putting in the little uh, stop guards that can ensure that you're not going to fall back to the former and familiar self, well, that is you on your journey. And as I mentioned after that, then you can literally take it to whatever direction you want. And that really brings a close to this episode of the podcast. Uh, I hope you've got some benefit and enjoyment from it. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. And more importantly, I would love to hear in days, weeks, months from now. You maybe reach back in and let me know that I nailed one of the points that resonated with you and you took it to whatever level you take it. And that is literally it for me. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. I hope you go and enjoy the rest of your day, week, month. You take care and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about my V3 transformation experience, please reach out to me on any of my social media channels. But for now, stay on, stay strong, and I'll see you in the next episode.